1: presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today neat or on the rocks it's the sports bar
2: with danger and battaglia on the sports leader 957 fm and am 950 the fan rochester
0: yeah i mean coach spags does
2: a really good job uh, i worked with him for a number of years um Kind of came up under under him in terms of uh, the defensive backs there for for some time in Philadelphia, and he's a great coach. Uh, he's got a great staff with him, and and um, and they've got great players, you know, that make big time plays. Um, starting with Chris Jones, so he's a, he's a big time difference maker.
1: Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott on the Chiefs defense earlier today in Orchard Park. We go to Dan Fates, buffaloplus.com, 13 Wham Sports, our guest now in the sports bar to talk a little bit more about today's practice. And we'll start with with the sound that we heard earlier, uh, Dan, from from Brandon Bean, from Sean McDermott. And I think pretty much all of us could have predicted what they were going to say in terms of the Von Miller investigation. It's an investigation. It's ongoing. And we're going to let it all play out. How are you, Dan? Good. Thanks
3: for having me on, guys. Always Always happy to be here. Uh, weird day. Um, you know, James, you talk about that with kind of what we expected to hear. I thought Bean would, wouldn't answer really anything. Um, I think he said more than I expected, and maybe even a little bit more than, frankly, I was comfortable with to some respects. And again, th- this is such a delicate, nuanced situation. Like, like this is above... You know, We we don't know what happened and things like that, but it was very telling to me when Brandon Bean went above and beyond to say, you know, we're comfortable with where we are, but then would also say we don't have a lot of information, and I think he said seven or eight times we're not investigators, and just kind of some weird things to go on top of it. I credit Brandon Bean for talking because I think he needed to talk as the general manager of this team, but the whole day kind of had a weird vibe to it.
0: It did, and and there was one other quote there where he talked about putting the best players on the field regarding the name on the back, the number on the jersey. I'm thinking, okay, that might be something because if you just went by the Pepsi challenge here, the blind test here – Von Miller has not looked like Von Miller. You could say Von Miller does not belong on the field. Can you make the argument just from a football standpoint that the Buffalo Bills would be better off playing a Kingsley Jonathan and just making Von Miller, football-wise, inactive?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The sense of, I think most fans would agree that Von has hurt this team, especially lately since he has come back, because who he is as Von Miller has earned him big-time moments big-time playing time in big moments, and he just hasn't come through. I look back at the Tampa Bay game where he jumped off sides twice, and, yeah, they held on and survived that Hail Mary, but he wasn't special by any means. It was the same way in Detroit or in in the uh, Denver game. He hasn't looked great, especially when he's been playing in the biggest moments of games. So I thought maybe this would just take care of things for uh, a week. We're going to let him rest. He's going out with his legal things, but he's going to be at practice. He, I saw him, uh, with the defensive line afterwards. It was the veteran. Mm.
1: Dan, we're uh, we're cutting in and out a little bit. We're going to power through here, try to make sure that we keep you in a good cell there. We know that you're mobile, so uh, we're going to bear with you here. Um, Von Miller being the only bill, by the way, today, uh, not on the field, getting veterans rest. You buying that this was something that was planned coming out of the buy, or or was there more at play there?
3: No, I hope you guys still got me. Yeah, I'm just heading home from Buffalo. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't think that that would really make sense. I will say this. Last year, the Bills did have three players on veteran rest coming out of the bye last year. It was Poyer, Mitch Morris, and Jordan Phillips. So don't say that it's not impossible to have veteran rest coming out of a bye, which everybody thinks wouldn't make sense. Um, but I also think this was a little bit of protecting Vaughn, maybe letting some everything calm down for the next 24 hours. I'm not really sure, but... It was a interesting day, to say the least, where Sean McDermott also said, you know, it is a very, very serious allegation, and we take it very seriously, but pretty much just said that, like, Brandon said everything for the team, and we're just going with that.
0: We're talking to Dan Fates, uh, 13 Wham. Uh, any other reaction from the players that uh, that they made available today in regards to Von Miller here, Dan?
3: Uh, Josh Allen, Micah Hyde, and Dion Dawkins also addressed, The media at the podium. That's where I was today. Uh, Josh and Mike have both said the same exact thing. They're supporting their teammate and letting the legal process play out. Take that for what it is. And and again, I don't know if there is a correct answer or or a good way to answer that question. Um, I will say that Leonard Floyd was asked several times about it, and he said, "I'm not talking about another man's business." And then, you know, as media members, you try and say it a little differently. Anyway, I'm not talking about another man's business. Hmm. Um, it is what it. I, I don't know. I, I can't say it is what it is. This is a very nuanced situation, and this is not what this team needs heading into their biggest game of the season.
1: Do you, you get a sense that that desperation is is trickling down now that, that, that you have a, a desperate GM, a desperate head coach? Is there any feel that, that, you know, I know that they've said we need to win these five games is stating the obvious, but do you feel like you could see a, a different or have we been seeing a different Sean McDermott? A Sean McDermott coaching scared the last couple of weeks?
3: I know everybody wants to be upset about the way Sean played or coached in the Philly game. And I don't really understand why. The outrage of fans. I actually, somehow I end up sounding like a Sean McDermott apologist, which is crazy because that's not what I'm trying to do. But the Philly game wasn't one of the worst five games that Sean McDermott has coached this year. They were worse in the Denver game. They were worse in the New England game. They were worse in the Giants game. Like, How about the players on the field make plays? I, I, I am getting a little bit sick and tired of Every team in Western New York needs to fire their coach because the team isn't playing well. How about the players on the ice and on the field actually play better? You know, you have a third and 15 where Jalen Hurts throws up a Hail Mary to a guy that has six catches on the season, and again, and again Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, all pro safeties, can't cover them. Tyler Bass a field goal blocked and an extra point or and a field goal blocked and misses a kick. James Cook drops a touchdown. None of those are on Sean McDermott. And so I'm sitting here kind of going, I don't really know what else you want because Jalen Hurts was absolutely confused and the Bills had him dominated in the first half. I obviously know how the, the game ended up and all of those things, but I don't think Sean McDermott necessarily played scared or coached scared in that silly game. But I do have the, under, the sense of inside that locker room that it is, Dan Duncan says, like, there is no more hiding. There's no more sugarcoating it. We got to win out. Like, there, the, the sense of urgency is turned all the way up.
0: Is uh is Uncle Dan available for a question here? Absolutely. Okay, Uncle Dan I'm looking at this matchup and I'm looking at the line movement and the fact that it started out two and a half and now it's Buffalo getting one and a half. This is almost like they're saying, hey, come on in and bet the Chiefs here. Is this square money? Is this sharp money? Is this uh, is this actually a good sign for Buffalo that this line looks, in my opinion, a little fishy here, Dan?
3: Yeah, I was thinking about that for two ways because I also thought Josh in his career has been really good as a small dog in his career. Add on top of that, I think you're catching the Chiefs at a good time. And again, remember last week, it was everybody. I can't believe Vegas is giving the Eagles three points. I can't believe that's so disrespectful to Philly. It didn't matter. I love the Niners because Vegas doesn't give away free money. So, for everybody that's sitting there going, like, oh my gosh, I only got to lay a point and a half, and I get Patrick Mahomes at home, oh, that, that sounds amazing. Sharp money's obviously back in the Bills. It's not easy to move the line that much between two really good teams. And again, this isn't a movement about Vaughn. Like, he has no impact on this line. This is just the people saying, hey, the Bills are coming off a bye, their offense has looked really good, and the Chiefs' offense stinks.
1: Is there anything uh, to the Chiefs being in a spot where they're coming off that loss to Lambeau and they didn't look good? I mean, it, like, when, when, I, when we saw them lose on Sunday night, I'm like, oh, that's not good news for the
3: Buffalo Bills. I didn't sense that as much because I, didn't, I don't think that there's much that you can change about this Chiefs team. They are who they are, and they're just not good offensively. Like, I've been critical of the Bills wide receiving room over the last two years. The Bills wide receiving room, could run circles around these Chiefs wide receivers. And on top of it, Travis Kelsey, For even if Taylor is in the stands, he still is showing some wear and tear. And he hasn't been as dominant. And I was talking to a reporter this week. It's Our conversation's up on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. And I said, what's going on with Travis Kelsey? And she goes, he's 32 years old, and you can't run the entire offense over him. So this is a little bit of this. I think this Chiefs team, it's not like they're having a bad game. They're having a bad offensive season. And for the longest time, I always joked around about the fact that me and Danger and Gene, we could all catch passes from Patrick Mahomes and they would be great. Turns out you need wide receivers that can catch the ball too.
0: Dan, um, you're, you're talking about some of the, you know, you brought up the safeties here. Whenever it's Kansas City, and the, or should we just brace that whatever happens here in this game, just be ready for a lot of Travis Kelsey in a late afternoon game going against the zone defense?
3: Yeah, probably. Like, and it's funny, for as bad as I think the Chiefs are offensively, defensively, they're really good. And I still want to close my eyes and I think about January, I still think about Patrick Mahomes playing in a playoff game at Arrowhead. Like, it's just what what I imagine. So, I'm not saying that the Chiefs team can't flip the switch at some point. I just don't think they're on the same page. And for, look, this was also a team, you know, Danger, you talked about the Chiefs coming off a bye. The Chiefs lost coming, or off a loss. The Chiefs lost coming out of a bye. Like, that never happened Mm. under Andy Reid. So, like, this isn't the same Chiefs team. They are much more dependent on their defense. Um, the reporter in Kansas City told me that there's a lot of times Mahomes is going, going over to, to Chris Jones saying, like, I need you guys. Like, like you guys got to make the play. Like, when has that happen in the last five years in Kansas City? So I, I think the Bills are really honestly in a good spot. I thought after they play played in Philly, the way it ended, the kid doesn't hit a 59-yarder. We look at this game totally different. Keep your cap. The kid made a 59-yarder in that crappy weather and now all of a sudden you're you're sitting there and you're you're desperate but I think some things worked I think this offense has founded swagger back Josh Allen was unbelievable and this team we always say it will go as far as Josh Allen will take them
1: Dan uh the the Von Miller story wasn't the only bit of news from practice today we saw the return of Dawson Knox and the 21 day uh, practice window is now open yeah. um i I'm going to say he's probably not playing this weekend, but I'm curious as to whether or not uh, they were asked about that and what that might mean. I mean, we know how much they started in 12 personnel at the start of the season. Joe Brady, different different play caller now. I mean, what do you think the plan is here with Dawson Knox once he does return to the starting lineup?
3: I know that they're going to want to use him somehow. I think Sean was one of the more proponents saying, like, the offense is trending in the right direction. Signs are, are going in the right way. Um, And even when Dawson was out and the offense started to have some better games, Sean was always quick to be like, and Dawson will be back. And like Dawson, and and like he'd he'd always bring him up. I would like his role to be limited right now. I'm one of those guys, if if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, What's working right now is is Dalton Kincaid and running 11 personnel. I I don't know how much I love 12 personnel. I know they call it 11 and a half, whatever it is. Hmm. Um, I would like things to kind of keep... Status quo. Um, They didn't really, if you, I I know, shocker here. uh, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean weren't asked about Dawson Knox today with everything else going on. Uh, I know Dawson spoke to the media. But I did not hear what he had to say, but I know he. Uh, somebody said he was excited to get back on the field.
2: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Yeah, Dan, um, your early returns here, uh, and again, it's only been two games. We actually took a call last week. The uh, danger was laughing at it, like talking about, well, McDermott's like, oh, you got to make Joe Brady the head coach. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's been two games here, but it's been encouraging. Like, what have been the biggest changes, in your opinion, in this offense? Is this something that the league will catch up to here? What are your early uh, thoughts here uh, on the new Bills offensive coordinator?
3: Energy. Energy, energy, energy. Joe Brady just seems like a good vibes guy. Like, like that is what this team needed. For so long, even when they were winning and this up-and-down season, they didn't seem like they were having fun. This offense, we always said, it didn't feel the same. And, and Josh would say, I'm having a lot of fun playing the game. It may not look like it, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. And you're like, oh, okay. And then on their pregame against Philly and Joe Brady's high-fiving everybody. He's slapping hands with defensive players, everything. He's he's given them the boost, and he's exactly where we said there's something wrong with Josh, right? For whatever reason, he couldn't figure it out. Joe Brady has been that perfect guy to get Josh Allen back to thinking he's the baddest quarterback on the planet. He has said that he said that over and over again in his first press conference in his Zoom. He's like, "I'm so lucky to get to coach Josh Allen. He's the best quarterback. Give me Josh Allen all day." And it was like, "I'm just going to pump you up. I'm going to be your number one hype man." And that was exactly what Josh needed. And it's paid off because you have seen Josh play like Josh Allen. He's run the ball more. Obviously, it's part of look, there's no room for mistakes. We got to empty the tank. But I like the fact that they've gotten back to simple things that work. And I think he simplified a lot of the offense. And I, I, again, I just go back to he brought energy. I don't know if he's really revamping anything. He's tough to do when he had a short week and let alone off a bye. But I think he's just brought energy to that offense that desperately needed it.
1: The, uh, the postseason feels like a pipe dream with where the Bills are seated right now and, yeah. and what's ahead of them and, and what needs to happen. Um, I think th- there are varying opinions on what needs to happen here down the stretch for the Bills to even have a chance. What's your take on that, Dan? Is it winning four of the last five? Is it winning out? The only chance that they have is if they win out and hope that Miami stumbles a bit here. Uh, what's your take on the stretch run here before they get to the postseason?
3: I think they need to go 4-1. I think they can go four and one. And I think in a perfect world, if they lose a game to Dallas as an end. I said it right after the Philly game. I said, this team's going to Kansas city and winning coming off a buy. This Von Miller thing kind of threw a wrench. I'm still hoping that this locker room can handle it. Um, But I think they go into Kansas city and win. I think Dallas is a completely different team on the road than they are at home. I like their chances there. The Chargers stink. The Patriots are a mess. And then you're getting Miami. And the kicker with Miami is, will that game mean anything to the Dolphins? Will they need to play for the bye? Will that already be locked up? Any of those things. I don't think it's super unlikely. I know it's 21%. But the way this team has played the last two weeks, this is the best they have looked all season long. I know they lost in Philly. But a lot of things... So many things had to all go wrong and silly, and they still almost won. So that's my takeaway. I think they can go 4-1, 5-0. Deion Dawkins said today they know they feel like they have to win out, um, but it starts in Kansas City. I think the season's on the line. If you lose in Kansas City, it's done. But you look at some of these other teams, some of them will cannibalize themselves. Some of them have no quarterback or Joe Flacco at quarterback that I don't believe in or Mitch Trubisky. I still think the Bills have a puncher's chance. To make, some ha- to make some things happen and make the
0: postseason. Dan, I uh, just want to ask you real quick, where's Shohei Ohtani going to be playing ball in 2024?
3: Wouldn't it be amazing if it's the Braves? I would be insufferable.
0: Wait, you would be. <laughs> you walked right into already. that one, yeah. <laughs> right, listen, I would rather, here's a take. I'd rather have him play for the Braves and go back to the Angels. That's the last thing I want. 100%.
3: I would love him to play in Chicago. I think that'd be cool. Um, get him out of the Anaheim Angels organization or the LA whatever organization they are. Um, I guess the Dodgers make sense. Um, I will say he wants to play in the postseason. That's got to be the number one thing. Um, I, I don't. Toronto doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I know they've become like the betting favorite, um, but we'll have to see. I guess if I had a to pick right now. Uh, I, I guess I would say the Dodgers, just because it would make sense. He's got some familiarity in L.A., um, but we'll see.
1: Dan, uh, you, Jenna, Mike, doing a great job covering the team at BuffaloPlus.com, 13-WAM Sports. What are you guys working on this week here uh, in advance of kickoff on Sunday afternoon that we can check out?
3: Yeah, appreciate it, as always. We have a new podcast studio. If you haven't seen it, it's really impressive. Brian Suerta, our promotions and creative services guy, put in a phenomenal studio. The product never looks better. Last week, we did a Hot Ones challenge for the bye week. If you haven't seen that, Mike almost doesn't make it. I almost don't make it. Um, it, it it's worth it. It's 10 hot wings we did with like 10 burning questions that you, uh, that our viewers have asked. Um, we also, Mike, did a update about the playoff picture. Jen and I pretty much recapped what Brandon Bean had to say. And then we also talked to Haley Lewis, who is a sports reporter out in Kansas City. All of that is already up on the channel right now.
0: Well, Dan, uh, appreciate it. Are, are you or Jenna? Who's going out to uh, with, with Mike to Kansas City there?
3: It'll be Jenna and Mike out in Kansas City. I've done that the last two years. I've had enough barbecue. It's time for Jenna to, to head back out there. And by
1: the way, Dan, just to explain to fans, because I feel like there's a lot of fans that are wondering, like, why is it that the Buffalo Bills only play the Chiefs in Kansas City? Doesn't it feel like they only play them in Kansas City? There's an explanation for that, correct?
3: Yeah, it said the Bills aren't allowed to host the Kansas
0: City Chiefs, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's a crazy rotation here. And then next year, it, it, it would have been Buffalo, Kansas City, had both teams actually won the division in Buffalo. But that's not going to be happening.
3: And
1: Buffalo's not going to no, win the division. No. So, the Chiefs. I think
3: you guys are making that up.
1: Well, we, we do a lot of that here in the sports bar, Dan.
3: So. We appreciate <laughs> hey.
1: you, man, and uh, safe travels, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Dan Thanks, Fates, Dan. 13 Wham Sports, buffaloplus.com, covering the Buffalo Bills. Break that down. What, what It is the rotation, right? Like, But the rotation is weird, and because they played during the pandemic year in
0: Buffalo, In 2020, that, yes. That was in Buffalo. So think of it this way, because there are four divisions, Right. In the AFC, you're going to play the one division once every three years. Ergo, you're going to play that division at home once every six. Right. So the next time the Buffalo Bills will be hosting Kansas City in that scenario, it will be the year 2026. Now, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But, but so so this year's matchup in 2023. Divisional winners. Is no, this is the normal three year Oh, this clip. is rotational. You're right. This right, is right. the clip where they're playing everybody from the division. So the the bills go out to the Got Chargers, it. the Raiders and Broncos came here. That's why the Bills are going out here. And the next time in that rotation, it'll be the year 2029. Now, every year you're matched up with the when you're not the ones mm-hmm. or wherever you finish up, the yep. twos, the threes, whatever. And in that instance, Buffalo has been on the wrong side of that rotation in 2021 and 2022, and now you have 2023, ta-da. But next year would have been the year where in that rotation, the AFC East will host the AFC West, but the Buffalo Bills right now, if they're the two in the division, who would that be? That would be what, the Broncos again? they'd probably have
1: to to go to Denver.
0: Yeah. No, Denver they, would come here. They would come here. Kansas City, if Buffalo wins the division, unlikely, they would come here next year. Did I do a good enough job, everyone? It's it's Man, I got to do some mental gymnastics. I get the rotational
1: between the divisions. So if you break that down, in 2020, the Chiefs played in Buffalo the pandemic year, 2023 being the rotation. Now it's the Bills' turn to go to Kansas City. 2026 will be the next time the Chiefs come to play the Bills. Mm-hmm. So that all makes sense. It's the first place schedule thing that, that yeah, is the first place thrown the one
0: play one, two play two. Right.
1: Right. So that's you're saying next year, if the let's say the hypothetically the Bills uh let's say that the Bills finish in second place and the Broncos finish in second place, regardless of the Broncos coming here, why would the Bills host the Broncos next year, regardless of
0: because that's that's the rotation. It's the AFC East hosting the AFC oh, it's West who's in, hosting. Just, in just the seedings next gotcha. year. So that's why Denver would be like, oh, we're going to Buffalo again. Yay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we've kind of almost completely dismissed the notion that the Bills could win the AFC East, right? Like that's an impossibility. I mean, you would need Miami to really fall
0: on their face. You need Miami basically to lose either to Tennessee or the Jets in the next two weeks. Sure. Buffalo can make up the two game. I, I don't see it. Your your best path, I guess, is the wild card at this point. And maybe maybe Miami, this is another scenario, too, we haven't talked about. Maybe Miami will be locked in as a four or something like that or a three. And they don't or need the, to worry about that the game. Week 17 and Buffalo, like, okay, we're playing all the backups. Come on in, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. The other thing from the Fates thing, Danger, I just want to point out, the idea that this sharp money is going on Buffalo. Vegas knows more than you and I. That looks so super fishy. The fact that you can get Patrick Mahomes only giving up a point and a half at home? Why wouldn't you make that bet? Because it's not the right bet. Are you leaning bills? You're leaning bills for this. I weekend. already said. I already said with PJ Kansas City because we laid out everything early in the week. That's why I hate making picks early yeah. in the week, where you got to kind of, you know, you go on this journey of discovery, and now you're you're talking more people, you're taking more takes, in, and you're yeah, like, yeah, you're convincing wow. yourself, you're convincing I'm yourself, convince it. Well, watch that line go in the other direction then. Perhaps, maybe,
1: maybe uh, it is kind of fishy. I'm not there yet. I'm not there to the point where i could be like oh yeah the the, the sharps in vegas know that that's that, that you got to take the bills i don't know yet I, I i've kind of lost a little bit of faith just based on how it's gone here the last that's five weeks certainly fair all right happy hour is next and we'll recap everything that went down in orchard park today brandon bean speaking to the media sean mcdermott speaking to the media we have uh, a little bit more on the Von Miller situation. I mean, by a little bit more, I mean they basically said everything we thought they would say about the Von Miller situation and the return of Dawson Knox to the practice field as well. We'll get into all of that and more next during happy hour, as well as your calls, by the way, you can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's 866-4-F-A-N award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, 866- 4326 If you want to join us in the sports bar, Dane and Bataglia on the fan. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. It's Mike Danger again for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 957 The Fan. And right now, if you're a new customer, you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. You've got a wide range of betting options everything from spreads to play props over unders and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. FanDuel.com slash Mike. M-I-K-E. And join me this NFL season on FanDuel. An official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pre-game money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com For help with a gambling problem, call one eight seven seven eight hope ny or text HOPE-NY for
2: You're listening to The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.